Hey, podcast listeners, the following bonus episode features writer, musician, and my mento brew bandmate, Cesario Garasa, who stopped by to chat it up about one of our favorite things, movies. One thing about Cesario is that he can dissect any film you put in front of him, and he watches everything. He's done movie reviews in the past, but rarely does a polarizing film like Sound of Freedom come along. So, of course, we had to talk about it. As of this Bako Tunes episode drop, I have not seen the film yet. I'm sorry, but don't hate me or cast stones yet. I just haven't had the time. I will see it soon and have my own thoughts on it. But right now, here's Cesario's brief overview of the film starring Jim Cavizio, who most people refer to as the guy who played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ, as well as his own experience of seeing the film in the theater with a packed house. Yes. Here you go. Enjoy. What was the last movie you saw? Because the theme of the show is like movies. Uh, the last movie I saw, the last movies I saw were Mission Impossible uh, on Thursday and Sound of Freedom last Okay, let's two pick, nights ago. pick one that you want to talk about. Uh, well, Sound of Freedom. That was an interesting <laughs> one. Yeah, for, first of all, I, I went um, because I wanted to see what, what it was. What all the rage was about. Yeah, I wanted to see just uh, the people that were detracting it, that the critics were talking about, and all the ones that are just kind of, you know, almost almost uh, compellingly, go see this movie. Yeah, okay, so the, the thing was Sound of Freedom. So, yeah, so Sound, Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom, it's a movie with Jim Caviezel who played Jesus in The Passion, Passion of the Christ. Of the Christ yeah. And it's this movie about uh, human trafficking. Yes. Uh, that, you know, that's all I'm going to tell you, but Cesario... Yes. Yeah, I'm sure everybody out there's probably come across it, uh, this movie, in their social media feeds because it's become like a topic of promotion, of debate, of this and that. Uh, oh yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. So break yeah, it down real yeah, quick. You, uh, there wasn't. There was for a while. It was almost impossible to go through social media and see a uh, post about a movie like Oppenheimer and Barbie, which are out today. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> and Barbenheimer is a real thing. <laughs> and, but you know, without somebody, I'm gonna see Barbie. It, I, I'm gonna see both. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna see both. I'll probably see both the same day. But <laughs> well, uh, Sound of Freedom. What's this? Yeah, about? yeah. But but <laughs> the but, Sound of Freedom, Barbieheimer. Yeah, All right. But but like with any 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 post about those movies or any other movies would eventually get hijacked by somebody going Sound of Freedom, best movie in 2023. Oh, yeah. So I had to see this movie, and uh, it's as a movie. First of all, a little background. It was made five years ago. Its release was delayed. It's been out now, supposedly under a limited release. They said two months in the movie itself. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. It's making too much money. I mean, the, the theater that I went to was completely packed, and I'll say and I'll tell you why in just a little bit. Uh, as a movie itself, it's not a bad movie. Mm -hmm. It's um, I think it fetishizes the, the the abuse that these kids are going into, and it's disgusting because there's no more sympathetic uh, a victim than these kids that are in these movies or just yeah, in general. Yeah, if, you, if you're going to do a movie about uh, kids being abused, automatically it's just like, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and it's just like, you know, you know it's like, yeah, these poor. So, but anyways, what ends up happening is is that they linger on the before, and you know it, they'll show like the poor kid on the bed and just crying, and then some drunk guy walking in with a bottle of booze, and then he comes up and he's all eh, lecherous, and he holds the the kid's face in his hand, and he's just looking, and the little kid's just looking destroyed, and just like oh distraught, and they close the curtains, and you your imagination takes care of the rest uh -huh. of it, and they do this you know a couple times in the movie, they they show reactions scenes of people watching these things and it's it's horrible. so it's like there's a multiple stories is it, is yeah. it focused on two particular kids yeah or? It's, it's focused on two particular kids mm -hmm. that were kidnapped from their dad in, in honduras mm -hmm. and uh 
the lead character that that Jim Caviezel plays, he's uh, he works for the for the government, and mm-hmm. he's been he's tasked himself to uh, to be like a go rescue kids. Yes, absolutely. So and he goes to Honduras. He, well, actually, he goes to Colombia and all these different mm-hmm. places. But re- I, I don't really want to say too much about what the movie does or is yeah. it's supposedly it's a based on a true it's based on a true story but the i don't know how much of the details of the movie are. so it's like flaming hot it's exactly <laughs> that's exactly the movie that came to mind because it's like you watch this you watch i watched flaming hot too mm-hmm. and it a lot of it you can tell like it's been done for the movies just to kind of yeah. like do for the movies so a lot of the details and the, just like with flaming hot with the the contradictions of well he didn't really invent that mm-hmm. the some of the detail a lot of the details that jim caviezel's character did he done have also been kind of contradicted as well tim ballard's his name mm-hmm. uh, there's the character he plays and he's a he's a real person a, a former government agent and so some of the statistics that they put at the end for the polaris project mm-hmm. that the numbers that they they have on angels.com uh which is the, the movie studio that did it uh are, are kind of you have to like look a little bit more to see in context just to see how accurate they are, which is a terrible thing to say because you just want to be able to go, this is this is true, this is what yeah. happened, and this, but, and this is how you can help. Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, this is what got me, and that I didn't really like, and left me with a bad taste in my mouth, is that the movie as a movie is fine. If it would have ended, I would have felt like. I saw a good movie. It was yeah. not a, not a great movie. It sounds like something that like if it was on Netflix and it, you saw it like at number one. Yeah, yeah, you, I'd watch it because why is it number one? It's probably pretty good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like and it's got the guy who played Jesus. Exactly. And speaking of Caviezel came in during the, uh, the there the, when you're watching the end credits that there's a sign on the screen that says. Uh, stay for a message, or it says a message from Jim Caviezel starting in, and then the countdown starts. And then does he look like Jesus? No, he's got the blonde hair. He's <laughs> actually know. he kind of oh, looks is he, like is he blonde? No, the bleach blonde it for the movie. He kind of oh, looks like does he, so he's based on a real character. Okay, yes. I gotcha. So he he looks like the like Jim. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so anyways. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> Tim Ballard. I was going to get So, anyways, he goes on screen and he s- starts talking to the audience and he says, "Thank you for watching the movie. If you feel a little bad or a little sad or a little disappoint, uh, you know, all these things, it's completely understandable." But he there's he comes with a couple of quotes. He said he quotes that the truth that Steve Jobs said the most important people in the world are the storytellers, and. He, and he says that the, the that what they want to do is they want to tell this story to help, you know, with this problem of worldwide mm-hmm. sex trafficking and these kids being and the people being kidnapped and everything else. But the way that they suggest you do it is to buy tickets to the movie and pay it forward. So they actually ask you to, to take your camera out and, and, you know, there's a QR code on the screen and you can buy tickets from the angels.com, mm-hmm. which is angelstudios.com website, uh, then pay $15 for one or pay for two tickets or three or 10 or 30 or however many you want. So they can pay it forward to anybody that wants to, to see the movie can do it. But there is really no information unless you really start going into the website about mm-hmm actual organizations you can send money to they actually say on the website they don't endorse any specific or particular organization then that people should be encouraged to look up on their own and do it i'm going wait a minute you know watching traffic didn't help me uh, outside of awareness of what it was like from the perspective of these three fictional characters didn't really help 
you know, with the drug trade that was happening in the United States, yeah. just as much as me watching this movie with its own questionable stats, which I feel bad even saying are questionable, you know, especially after doing a little bit of research after the movie, because it's like whenever you see these these numbers, your initial my initial reaction is, wait, are these real? Is that for real? Because I just again with it's like they're they're telling you right off the bat the storyteller is the most important person they're telling you a story the same way that flame and hot's telling you a story they're telling a story from the point of view of one character and that's it yeah so you're not getting like this really fleshed out kind of like g- big picture kind of thing you're seeing this exploitation movie uh tell you that this is trying to act like if it's a grand sense of document like this grand sense of drama like it's the final word yeah. on what's actually happening and the only way or the best way that we can do to help this particular problem is to see the movie yeah and have <laughs> other people see the movie and i'm like no. <laughs> well when you tell me like everybody has to put up the, as if going to the movies and and trying to not deal with people the glare off of people's phones yeah and then all together let's all raise our phones together <laughs> yeah well, they finally just surrendered everybody put absolutely. your phone up and you know and, you know and, and i'll tell you i'll tell you the the for the whole Q and on thing and everything else like that that's that was kind of globbed onto it yeah and like I said it's I I, th- I think a lot of the people in the, that were watching the movie for they because they applauded it uh-huh. at the at the end of the message there was a huge reaction a huge applause and nobody in that theater would go in there thinking oh I don't want to do anything about this I was not affected by mm-hmm. the reality of what this actually is but. I think the part that gets me the most just kind of disappointed is that just how politicized it's become and how mm-hmm. you did this these conspiracy theories and just this just this you know peripheral nonsense has been globbed onto this and made into like like it's almost like an ethical thing for you not to say anything about this movie or to just accept the movie or or we must do something for the yeah. kids Yes, obviously, yeah. let's do something for the kids. But watching a movie and, and then buying tickets for other people to watch the movie, all it's doing is raising awareness of it, which is good mm-hmm. in and of itself. But it's it's a false sense of of doing something, you know. And at the same time, the movie itself—I don't know how much of the move of the money from the studio is actually going mm-hmm. towards, you know, actual organizations. That'd be good to know. That's another thing to research. But saying how the, much is admin costs, as they say, yeah, and, exactly. And actually going to uh, whoever whoever's going to risk their life, you know, exactly. who are the mercenaries going? Yeah, how much, into exactly, Honduras. exactly. And it's you know, because coming on the heels of like we, uh, you've got Flame and Hot and and Sound of Freedom. By the way, the actual Sound of Freedom. Is spoiler alert. Oh, that's a sound of freedom, which to me sounds it's, it's Queen. We will rock. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Which okay. is the first thing I thought of. And again, it's like I'm watching this movie and I feel like a terrible person because I'm like going. When you have this the this theme of a movie, it also makes it to where disingenuous people can criticize other mm-hmm. people like, oh, you don't like Sound of Freedom? Well, something must be wrong with you. Oh. You know, insinuation <laughs> behind that kind of stuff. You know, and all that. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so thank you, Cesario Grassa. Yes. Columnist, musician, uh, columnist of the Bakersfield Californian. Go, don't forget to go to Bakersfield.com right now. Look up the lowdown. The anniversary <laughs> of Heather's. On July uh, 30th at 4 o'clock at Edward Cinema. Uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer out today. 
day. Or go see Sound of Freedom. Or go see Sound of if, Freedom if and wanna, see for yourself. If you want to feel bad, you, you know. <laughs> and you will, and it'll affect you. You will be affected, yeah. but the acting is very, very good, especially, yeah. I especially, especially the kids. And you yeah. know, go watch it. But I will say this. The theater was packed. So buy your tickets in advance if you want to see this movie to see what it's all about. Um, and yeah. That's it. That's all right. It. Okay, thanks, Zario. Sound of Freedom is one of those films that can legitimately change this world. So we want to ignite a fire in audiences and open their eyes to the dark reality of millions of children that need our help. Let's make this film a historic event and the start, the end of child trafficking. Theaters across this country are already selling out. Pre-order your tickets today and you can send the message that God's children are no longer for sale. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk Podcast. If you'd like to catch Real Talk on Terrestrial Radio, you can catch the live broadcast every Friday from 10 a.m. to noon on Forge 103.9 FM in the Kern County area. You can also stream the show and podcast from Forge1039.com. And if that's not convenient enough, you can also follow and subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts. Technology is amazing. Thanks again.